Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 184. We're going to be continuing our discussion from last week, and that's around how to become a, a super local marketing machine utilizing the power of SEO. I've got my great co-host with me, Robert Newman. Robert, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Sure, I'd love to. Uh, this is Robert. I'm the founder of Inbound REM. Um, we are a uh, what's referred to as an inbound marketing company. Think of it as uh, an SEO plus 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 company. Uh, we focus on create, helping our clients create great content. Or and I just that's sorry, great. Or we create it for them. Whatever. Anyway, go ahead. All right. All right. Um, I just want to welcome the new listeners. Um, this month looks like it's going to be our biggest month ever for listeners. And if you're new to the show, we really appreciate you spending a bit of time with us. And hopefully you're going to find some real value in our upcoming discussions. So, Robert, um, we had a bit of a dive last week. We got a bit bit SEO technical, didn't we? But it's a subject where it tends to go that way, doesn't it, Robert? It does, especially when you let me talk for 15 minutes straight. That's why he's laughing at me, everybody. He just, he, he's trying really nicely. Not he's, had a, he's, he's had a bad morning already. Yeah, he doesn't I, I have, he but we're not going to talk about that. No, 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 right. well, uh, we, will, um, we merely say that the, or the world has not been kind to me today, but we'll move on and hopefully we will, I will be kind to everybody else. I will hopefully give them some great tips that they'll be able to use, or you will, or we will, or however that works out. Yeah. So we're going to, delve back into the subject and uh, we've agreed to start off with video. So Robert, um, tell us about SEO, local search and video and why it's all linked and why it's really important. Sure. So we covered so much ground yesterday. I'm just going to do a brief recap because um, uh, we talked about citations and we talked about, sorry, it wasn't yesterday, it was last week. Uh, We talked about citations and we talked about Location. We did a we did a very specific look at Reno, which, by the way, uh, is where John lives. Everybody and I've posted his address on my website. Enjoy. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, he's uh, he's in Reno, and we took a look at that. But here's the thing that we didn't get a chance to discuss. So, uh, video, which we've talked about many different times also plays a part in local, which is probably why we keep talking about video over and over and over again. I certainly talk about video with my clients like pretty much every single day. So what does video, how does video actually affect hyperlocal? Well, first of all, when we're saying video, let's be specific. We're talking about YouTube, which is a Google-owned company. And it's not very well known, but Um, I think it's becoming known is that over the years, Google has increased the metadata. So let's just say that you have an Android phone, like my phone right here, my Samsung, my Samsung nine. When you take video with these phones and they're using their operating system, strangely enough, they're instructing the phone to add a certain amount of information, which is commonly referred to as metadata when you take a picture or when you take uh, a video one of the pieces of metadata that they're that they that your phone is recording which you can disable if you know how but but it is automatically recorded if you don't know how is uh, location and time and all sorts of other good information so let's just say that you take a picture or or a video 
with your phone and you happen to be in Reno where John's at and you do a little 15 minute video talking about how awesome it is to ski in Reno, you know, and you shoot some people skiing and then you decide to upload that video to YouTube. Well, they can see your geolocation tag. It's what they call it. It's a geolocation tag. And it is a latitude and a longitude of your precise location when you filmed the video to start with. And then it's got your blood type, when you were born, you know, what films you like. <laughs> Sexual preferences. All and, 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 you like <laughs> and then they compile that with the book of data they have either on Google. No, actually, hopefully we're kidding. Maybe we're not. We don't even know. <laughs> like, but, but needless to say, that information does get recorded. So here's the funny thing. Very few people, very few of your competitors, I'm sure you as well, guess what? Not a lot of people are doing business listing somewhere combined with video that is uploaded by the owner of a business, which is why when you combine these strategies together, they become supremely powerful. Because yeah. if you're getting citations, if you're getting reviews, if you've uploaded a few videos that have a geolocation tag, but let Google know beyond a shadow of a doubt where you are now, believe it or not, they can actually get a pretty damn good idea of how local you truly are. Yeah. Uh, there's just one thing I want to confirm with you and it, sure. it's linked to video, but you know, probably our listeners, you probably set up your free Zillow, you've gone to reata.com, you filled that in the free profile part, or you should be. But what a lot of our listeners probably or a subsection of them, Robert, is they need to grab that Google business page and they need to bun, fill it all in and they need to bun in some video, don't they? Yes. Yes. All To all those things, yes. Um, so, but, can you, can you, I don't want to get, push you off track. I would never do that, would I, Robert? No, uh, Rob, never. You never but, send me down a rabbit hole because you're... No, no, guy. I would never do that. But <laughs> I think it's really important that, that the listeners know that they've got this Google business page. I, do you want to leave that after you finished your presence or do you want to talk a little bit about that now? What do you want to do? A Google, you're talking about the page that sets up Hyperlocal to start with? Yeah, the Google business page. Um, let's see here. All right. Okay, Google my business, start out for Google for free. All right, so guys, I'm going to share my screen as I did last night. So we'll talk about it right now. We'll talk about it briefly because this is where everything starts. So he's, exactly. mixing, he's mixing last Tuesday with, the, with last night. I know what's going on, folks, but there we go. Um, holy cow. Guess what? My Google phone started to record the conversation. That's literally recording because I said my Google. And so it, it turned on my phone. My, my Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right, sorry. Uh, all right. So participants, hold on. Let me see where, why can't I share? Did you, you finally disabled my permissions, didn't you? That's a smart move. No, I don't think it's like, it's like, it's you see my screen? Yeah, I do. Okay. So guys, the way that I got here is I Googled Google my business page. All right. And then it gets, it because it, it that is a brand name, so it is Google My Business, and then the first listing that we have is right here. So it's google.com forward slash business is the actual URL, or you do what I do and you put in Google My Business, 
And then what you do is you click on it and then you walk through, you sign, you sign, you walk through your page. Okay. So here's my page. Okay. Inbound real estate marketing. I've had 658 views connected to 585 searches. Um, you can put in a latest post. I'm sure there is some place to do uh, videos mm. here. Um, certainly there's a lot of things to do photos. Now here's the trick about photos. So the same thing applies to photos as it, as it applies to video. So you should, if you can take your phone and take a few videos and upload them to this page. It is literally the first way that Google confirms your local location is by the metadata in your photos. So if you're at your office, which would be the best place to be, you should take a few photos and you should upload them onto the site. You can also see reviews here and you can see like my, I mean, I have lots of reviews. So you can see them all here. You can see, but this is a master page. Um, uh, my favorite page, this page I look at the most is my insights page. So now you can see all the searches that I've been getting found for real estate marketing tops, the list real estate marketing companies. So, so you can see here when you've got a really established page, you get to, there's just one thing with this. And I just want to see what you think about this is you're at a brokerage and there's a load of real estate agents there. You've got to confirm your business that you own. Google wants you to confirm ownership of this page. And they do it by sending a card. And they, they require you to have a physical address. Mm -hmm. um, and they're, they're, they're really clamped down on this because there was a lot of shady stuff going on. There was people claiming multiple physical address addresses in a major city and there's various things. Now, would you send, would you have them send the card to the brokerage? Because I think that's going to confuse Google or do you think you need to find some way of having, if you don't want to use your home, you're going to have to find a, some way to get in a, a physical business address and have that card sent to it. What, what's your feelings around this? Uh, that's a really, really insanely good point. So this is where a local can get complicated. And John, of course, has tapped into it, which is, which is location. So if you're in a brokerage with many other people and you don't, John took away my go-to, which is use your home address. So um, you can technically use a post office box if they have a physical address that makes it obvious, well, a little non-obvious that it is a post office box. So you can actually use... Uh, another location. You can also, and it really just depends upon your, if you're a starting agent in your first couple of years, you should not do any of this because once again, local, just like everything else and building one of these pages and getting it ranked well and doing all the things, it takes a while. It takes a long time. It's a long-term investment. You've got to build the page. Oh, I, I, totally, uh, I totally disagree with you there. Um, I think you should be doing this. It, it's free. It's not going to cost you money and a lot of your competition isn't going to do it. So I would, if I was starting off as an agent, this be this would be an area that I would be totally hot on. Fair enough. I, I, I just think it's, it, it's just a lot of work. 
and it, and like everything else, it gets a little complicated because you're asking me one of the most complicated questions, which is location. Because here's the thing, guys. Let's Mark, make it simple, folks. Send it to your home address. Don't right. send it. Don't That's send the it. simple answer. And, no, and get a, no, your own business, like your business license, because you can't say I'm Sheila Harris uh, Corp. And the, but you can I clearly identify that you're an agent for RE Max in, in Reno. And I, I was, that's all great. Now, if and, you don't want to send it home to address, it's going to get a little bit more complicated, folks. But if you want an easy life, send it to you. Listen to Uncle Robert and <laughs> send, it to, send it to your home address. All right, listen to this for once in this podcast, trying to keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, too late. Gone. That's no. done. No, forget it. Anyway, so, um, so guys, the second half of the show, because I think we've covered everything there is to cover. I'm going to stop sharing my, my screen. Um, and we're going to go back to... No, I've got some, I've got some other stuff. And see okay. if you agree with it. And um, we've got about three, four minutes before okay. we next sure. Um Is that, folks, uh, I think I'll, I'll be interested to see if Robert agrees with this. The more Google properties you use, the more Google will love you, the more Google knows about you. So set up your Google business page. Use YouTube to market your videos and also use Google photo service, you know, their app to upload the vid the photos. And I think it also you can upload video and then with one click, you can push them to your YouTube account, you know, Google um, and it's unlimited storage. I think, I think they've got a pro version of the photo app, but it's, um, so if you should be taking a load of photos and videos in 2019, my blessed agents. And, you know, unless you, and it's soon going to clog up your phone memory. Um, so you should be uploading them to a service anyway. And I would suggest they've got an app for Android and iPhone and it works pretty well. Upload them to Google Photo. What do you reckon, Robert? Uh, I, I, agree with everything you're saying. I also agree with connect your, make sure that when you're building your YouTube profiles, make sure that whatever you decide to use, like on your Google My Business page, as long as you're putting in your personal information with your personal email address, make sure that email address matches across all of your Google oh, this properties. Is, this is another annoying little thing, and I just want to confirm with Robert, they're still doing this. You need a Gmail account. You yeah, do. Mark? And they, you, yes, they're still doing it. Yes, they're absolutely. Now, if you, I'm going to get a little bit techy here. I apologize, but it's only a little thing. If you got a domain and you set it up through through Google Apps, what Google app, well, they've changed the name. I don't, Google Business Services. I don't know what the hell they call it now. You, you then, you, it, basically, you can have Jonathan at, um, Robert Newman or Peter at Robert Newman. You can have various people. So um, it's a more professional email address than uh, Robert Newman at gmail.com, right? Which doesn't, isn't quite as professional. And you can only have one person. With the previous example, you could have a team that Robert at Robert Newman, Jonathan at robertnewman.com. Now, if you set up a Google um, 
can you use one of those email addresses or does it have to be a Gmail address? Do you know? Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know the answer to the question. Because I didn't know that. Um, because um, keeping it consistent, you know, having the same Gmail address that set up the YouTube, set up your business, your Google business, and anything else to do with Google is important. Because it's a bit like what we mentioned last week um, around the directories. They're looking for consistency, aren't they, Robert? Yes, they are. That's true. Yes, I can confirm that. So this is this this kind of nitty gritty is where it gets a little bit confusing. Um, I in the show notes I will I will confirm if you can use a Google um, business app address or you've got to use a Gmail. I will confirm that for you, listeners, when the show notes are up. Excellent. Uh, um, we're going to go for our break. I, I, we've agreed we're going to be looking at an article that Curator published a few weeks ago, and it's about the 19 fastest ways to get listings in 2019. And I'm just going to plow through some of them. We're probably not going to be able to go through all of them, um, but only some of them, and we'll probably finish it off next week, and I'm just going to see what Robert's reaction to some of these tips is we'll be back in a few moments folks I'm being set up here okay do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood then you need MailRight. it is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition we stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee so don't delay get started today Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. Robert is full of enthusiasm for looking at this curator. Um, but I think they've got some good stuff. Uh, uh, but I'll just be interesting to see Robert's reaction. So this was an article that was put up a few weeks ago. They've pushed it quite considerably on Facebook and other uh, multimedia platforms advertising it and various things and it's the 19 fastest ways to get listings into 2019 it just gives things that they think that you should be doing in 2019 to, that will help you get more listings so number one call your past clients and sphere to share some good news what do you reckon about this one robert it's just like saying <clears throat> call your clients with a, a phone script of some kind. Sure, good news uh, is is one way to do it. Um, you know, uh, I I would I would say that for me it's going to be more about it's it's going to be if if I have something specific that really impacts my client in a, in a reasonably good and strong way. Sure, I'd call. Well, I think a, a little bit of planning about this, folks, will get more benefit in a way. I think, um, you know, if you're in a local community and you're going to be this super local agent and part one and last week was a bit about this, you know, supporting a local um, non-profit or charity and, you know, um, talking about, you know, I really support this non-profit and we've, we've got either... We got this event, or last year we we managed our best year when it comes to raising funds. I think that's a good way to open a conversation. Or you, if you're doing some event, some free event, 
you know, um, and you inviting um, some of the people that you've done business with or know, they're, they're good entry points into a conversation. What do you reckon, Robert? I don't disagree. And Curator says that uh, that a good introduction is that your home value rose. Congratulations. Your, the increase across all markets was 6.2%. And of course, you can give them their percentage. I personally think that this is a little transparent and that people aren't idiots and that you should value their time like uh, you would value your own. So I would strongly recommend that you come in with something a little bit stronger than this that's a little bit more tailored to the individual, but you, you also suggested some good things. Uh, and what those tailored things might be, honestly, I can't, I don't have an answer for a nationwide uh, listening base. I'm very excited, by the way, that our, that we're going to break a record this, this, this month. It looks that way, yeah. Um, number two, send this email, and basically um, it's describing an email that kind of tells people how Zillow is really so wrong about the value of their home, um, which is consistently um, and has been for a number of years. What do you reckon about this one, Robert? I reckon um, that people uh, little, I, I, I don't do this that often, or, but I do it more frequently now, but you know what guys, we have, we've had a, a, an expert, an amazing, amazing, amazing guy that is, has been on the show a number of times who has talked consistently about some incredible ways to send out emails to your clients. What was his name? We're talking about old Betty. Yeah, yeah. We've done, we've done three shows with him, right? Or two, yeah. two or three? Free. Anyway, he's he's amazing. So uh, I suggest that you listen to those shows, and he, and those shows will give you a much better idea than this in terms of kicking off an email discussion with your clients. Yeah, um, I think it really depends on the on the kind of client. You know, if you're talking about a really close list, you know, um, of people that you've sold homes to or done. You're, you're connected to them pretty close. You probably wouldn't send this to them. Um, I think it's really about what me and Robert are talking about is, and we've consistently did this last year, is um, utilizing your database and having people in different lists and sending them different stuff depending on if they're in that list. Mm-hmm. Now, um, number three, post the Instagram story poll. Now, I've got to be truthful. Um, I haven't done much with Instagram. I have. Uh, you, ha- you have, have you? So what's, what's your feelings around Instagram then? Uh, my feelings about in- around Instagram is going to be, I have a stronger thought about this one. So Instagram is an excellent platform for real estate. Probably the best social media platform for real estate. It's visual. It's incredible. But here's the thing is you're building this audience on Instagram. These are mostly people that don't know you. So you post an Instagram story poll for, let's say, the three or 4,000 people that have been looking at your real estate pictures. And I'm not saying that it's not a good way to kick off conversation. I think it will kick off some conversation. I think that you better damn well set aside a few days to have these conversations. And most of them are going to be with very lowly qualified people. But what does that mean? I, to, like, how does that affect our, our audience? Here's what I would really say. I think that if you're a brand new realtor and you're trying to look or in your first few years, and you're trying to look for an interesting way to start developing leads, I actually don't dislike this idea. I don't think you're going to get a ton of really qualified leads, but trying to learn how to get a dialogue out of Instagram 
is could play a very important part into an Instagram strategy that would work. I've said this before. I'll say it again. If it's Instagram and you want my five-second massively powerful tip, go look up Joyce Ray, which I think is at Joyce Ray on Instagram, and see how she leverages Instagram for the, the, the super rich. She is, she is a, she, she makes money off Instagram and can learn from her how to do it. Can you put a link into chat? So I I will have it actually. I'll make sure it's in the show notes then. Sure. Uh, um, I, I totally agree with Robert there. What I think it's a bit linked to point two, um, is that they're going to be low-level prospects. Um, you don't want um, that initial outreach you do with them, probably <clears throat> personal, but you've got to be prepared. You're going to get flooded, and if you expect to get a result from this that week, um, you might be lucky. Um, it's all about timing, isn't it? Um, but on the other hand, if you, could, if you put these these people you manage to get their email addresses and you get them into a database um then you can consistently market to them um but not in a way that makes them want to totally unsubscribe the first bit of stuff they get from you it's a balance folks and it's back to your your list you know um the big thing in 2019 and the next two years is going to be market is being able to send the right automated email or text message to the right person at the right time. Um, and those that got the database and got the lists and also have the technology insights to get a system set up that I've just described are probably going to win this online war, really. But it'd be interesting to see. I don't disagree yeah. with anything that John is saying. But I do want to add this thing, this conversation. As I've been examining the way that all these technology companies are going, including with Keller Williams' most recent launch of Command, because that's what they Command. call it, um, is, uh, is that everybody's having this dialogue about all this activity around, around prospects. And, and it's not that we shouldn't be having the dialogue. We should be having the dialogue about, about prospects because getting in touch with people is getting tougher. So timing and messaging and everything else is becoming more critical. And I don't technically disagree with anything John's saying. I will say this. The magic formula for getting all that right is extremely complicated, which is why I keep banging on the drum of being an inbound marketer. In other words, let people come to you, have amazing answers to difficult questions that your prospects face every day on your website. Why do I say all that? Because once you've established your expertise and they really want to talk to you because they love the information that you have, I don't have any problem getting a hold of my real estate clients. They, they're dying to talk to me, which doesn't happen much in real estate. All, all the guys that I know that are in my business that cold call you, the real estate agents, they never get a hold of you because you don't answer your phone unless you know who, who it is and, and not, neither does anybody. So just a thought. There's two roads. The road that's really complicated is generating a large quantity of low quality names and numbers and then figuring out all the math and the science to get a hold of all those people in the right way. Uh, if I had to make my recommendation, I'm going to say try to, to develop a smaller, more carefully curated list of people that really want to talk to you, like former clients. But, but let's, let's move on real quick because the next one is a, is a, a doozy. 
So number four on the uh, curator list is go live on Facebook from a neighborhood entrance. So guys, I actually love the go live stuff. So both YouTube and Facebook right now, when you, when you go live, send out a notification to anybody that happens to be using their platform that you're going live. Now, Facebook has been, as they always do, limiting the value. They, they, they develop a new tool, and then they usually give you really powerful access to that tool. And then they scale down the scope of how useful that tool is over time to try all in the, in the, in the, in the uh, spirit of trying to get you to pay to advertise to whoever the people are that are under your friend base. So Facebook for me, not that I, again, I, they're just, I don't like them. I mean, I, I don't like them as a marketing platform because they move the, the, like everything so frequently. They're way worse than Google. In terms of changing the rules, oh, I, I disagree with you there. I think Google just as you know, YouTube. I got a friend that specialises in YouTube marketing. Okay. Oh my god, the, you know the, they've been changing that platform, the interface, and everything. Is but they're almost as bad as Facebook. Well, okay. And last year, I would I would agree with you for YouTube, but I, that's not Google and YouTube are two different things. I mean, they're two different companies, quite literally. So, um, number five, start each day prospecting for sellers. Duh. That's my take on that. Um, <laughs> number six. Yeah, but you're a hardcore marketer. I can't. I just did. Number six, search Zillow's make me move listings. Um, okay. There's three. Well, I'm going to say. Number five, haven't we? Stop. No, I just, I said, it's, it's number five is start each day prospecting for sellers. I covered it. I said, duh. All right, yeah. Duh, yeah, all right then. <laughs> I mean, you could say something, but I'd say duh. Um, and they give you some examples, but it's, it's, it's nothing less or more than your brokers telling you every single day in the brokerage, and I'm sure of it. Like they're telling you, the, they're regurgitating. It's like they're vomiting what you already hear every morning for number five. So that's why I say duh. Uh, number six is good. It's clever. Um, search Zillow's make me move listings. Uh, I think that a lot of people are doing that, but Hey, maybe you're in a rural area with people that aren't that tech savvy. And if you are try it, you have a comment on that. I'm spinning through these because we don't have a lot of time. And I was well, we're going to wrap it up at number six and we're going to talk about number six, probably next week where we okay. go off and finish this off. Um, Go and uh, be in the show notes anyway, listeners and viewers, and um, the, the, this to this article, and we'll be finishing off, and I'll be getting Robert's views there on some of, some of the other bits as well. Um, so, Robert, how do people find out about you or, and what you're up to, Robert? Boy, boy, after this show, if you still want to, <laughs> congratulations. Huzzah to you. I'm at inboundrem.com. Uh, you can find me there. And uh, actually, honestly, I would love it if you did check me out. Um, that's, that's, I, I talk a lot about technology platforms. I have a lot of answers to a lot of questions that, that, uh, that will save you a lot of time. Well, so, you know, we doubled the listenership over the past six months, so there must be some people listening to this. Um, folks, if you want to learn more about MailRite and how we can help you get some quality leads off Facebook, and we've got a marketing platform that helps you keep in touch with those leads and turn them into real clients. Um, if that's something you're interested in, 
go to the MailRite website. Um, you can book an appointment with me and I will do a walkthrough with the system and you can try it out for free in a trial period as well. Um, we'll be back next week where we'll be finishing off our um, this list of 19 ways to help you get listings in 2019. And we'll be having some guests in uh, March, hopefully. We'll be back next week, folks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>